Everyone has a different journey and path, but I know for me, it was committing to what my clients needed. Worthiness, big, 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 big thing. Who am I? Who do I think I am? My past, my history. One of the therapists pulled me to the side afterwards and said, if you don't get this going and get your own business and do this on your own, then he was like, I don't know what to do with you. Are you like the new improved female version of Hitch? <laughs> I get that question all the time. I love new things, but then what I really like is like, what's the system to keep that thing consistent mm. over a long period of time? So learning that dynamic and how do you do it with a team? This isn't for everyone. I have to know who I'm for. The problem is not the problem. The perspective to the problem is the problem. We're trying to get this one married. Oh, so right. we, we, need, we need little cousins in our family, <laughs> man. It was crazy. We've got some hey, fresh I'm new Luis. young talent. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit Podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The Go This Podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. That's Let's right. go. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Or Geza, she's like, what are these guys doing? Uh, we used to have a sound in here program, but you know, but we'll, we'll fix yeah. it later. We'll, we'll make it happen. But anyways, we'll make it work. Welcome, guys, to episode 429. We're extremely proud. And today marks the day that we have our first ever live guest in the studio. That so, is right. Super awesome. Super grateful for that. Uh, but anyways, uh, Fonzie, what are we talking about today? That's a good yeah. question. You I know. Some, you, just, you had some homework to do today. I mean, I, I said we're going to... A lot of things were brought to my awareness. <laughs> and we're going to talk a lot about personal growth. And this can actually go into the dating route, right? Oh, baby. Which, oh, baby. again, I do think that it, personal growth is part of the dating world. You That's know, right. And I think uh, most people, I would say... They don't really know that, you know, but they got to tap into their true, better self. But not only that, today's guest, actually, she is a master at crafting offers. I don't know. We'll say, we'll say, maybe I'm overhyping it. We'll see. But we're also going to talk about all that stuff, how yes, she's we're also gonna talk growing about her business. Business, yep. that's right. The coaching side, maybe some content. But, you know, some of the things that she shares is that she went from one to around 30 paid clients in like 60 days. I'm like, where were you? Before we actually start our business, we need to learn that. So maybe we'll ask about how she was able to do that. The people that she was like, one out of four women in Prepare to Be Pursued programs, which is her programs, go from not dating at all to actively dating mm. a committed relationship, engagement, or marriage within six months. All right, Madison, crop that part, crop the marriage part, Ma crop Madison the marriage part. needs to be in her programs, just saying, you know, so you I'm have, kidding. And then three out of four active uh, achieve their goals within 12 months. So, of course, you know, a lot of what we talk in businesses, your things have to actually deliver our results. So, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. We're gonna dive into that. And uh, she just held her first international retreat in April. Talk to me about that. What the heck? Okay, anyways. Uh, oh, so awesome. By the way, how do we meet? We met here in the studio. She kind of walked in and be like, hey guys, I found you on Google. And uh, let's let's make this interview happen. I think she came in, she was like, hey guys, I'm here to make your world better. Oh, we're like, heck yeah, bring it in. That it's game time. Right. With that said, guys, please welcome Nikki Anorado. What's up, Nikki? Hey, fellas. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're so excited. Pretty good, pretty good. Now my brother has to lower the volume in there. There we go. Fade it out. Fade it Fade out. out. Look at that technique. There oh, we go. All right. Welcome, Nikki. How are you doing Thank today? You. Doing amazing. Thanks so much for that wonderful intro. And congratulations for this being your first interview in this wonderful studio. It's awesome. Let's go. So excited for you guys. I know. Thank you. Thank you for not running away with that intro. Yeah, thank you. I know. She walked in and we're in the middle of setting the lights. We're like, what the heck is happening? But it's okay. We make it uh, we made it awkward and that and that's okay. But that's the secret to every relationship. <laughs> right. Start as awkward as it can get and then it's just, you know, you can only right. go up from there. That's, that's it. The truth. So Nikki, we actually have a really hilarious story like with okay. a podfest or first podcasting <laughs> yes. conference. Okay. Uh, apparently there's like a big karaoke thing every Saturday mm. and we were told that we needed to go and we're like, how? Like, why? Like, is it because we're Hispanic and you assume that we're going to do something? Because but, my name is Luis Fonsi. Exactly. You know. So anyways, Fonsi decides to go up there with a good friend now, Rita, and she has an amazing uh, network in the podcast and they decide to mm -hmm. sing together and Fonsi was just terrified, oh. right? And as soon as this I is what the, I see. I had the sweaty pits. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what I see from yeah. the stage. I'm, I'm the content guy, so I was recording him, right? Uh -huh. That's my excuse uh -huh. not to go up there. <laughs> and as soon as they come out, Fonsi just like dives into the into the floor and starts break dancing, wow. which he doesn't know how to oh, do. Oh yeah, I don't know how to break dance. <laughs> so pretty much I, I just, I was just in the ground. Right. <laughs> yes. And uh, teach us a lesson of like why you decided to embarrass yourself before actually performing. I mean, it was literally for the fact that I just told you. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna make a fool out of myself. Might as well. And then when I start singing and it's gonna be terrible, <laughs> people are gonna be like, it's better than the break dance. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So honestly, it just helped me shut the nerves out because I was like, yeah. you know, I'm making a fool of myself. Like, can it actually get any worse <laughs> than me pretending to break dance here on stage? And yeah, then, you know, it's game on. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, Nikki, of course, like we met you like briefly when mm -hmm. you came in here. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit of, of your story on yeah. entrepreneurship? Like, were you always an entrepreneur? Like, how did that start? That's such a great question. Actually, I'm the last person that anyone in my circle or family probably would have guessed to be uh, become an entrepreneur, honestly. Although we come from an entrepreneurship background, my dad had a travel agency, mm. um, you know, before things, you know, the internet came and took over and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so watching him grow his business, I didn't realize I took so many, you know, confidence points from his journey. But, you know, I think just naturally in corporate America, you start to see that, oh my God, I'm like, I'm making good money. This is predictable income. I'm pretty confident about my trajectory, yeah. but I'm not fulfilled. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm feeling really antsy about my connection to other humans. Um, so it, it put me in a place where I had to find my passions. What am I really interested about? What can I talk about for hours? Mm. And in doing that, I found myself hosting lots of events centered around dating and relationships, you know, friendships, just just human connection. And it just just grew. It, it grew out of my house. It was too many people to contain in my home. <laughs> and so we made it online. And then just through doing that over years, I started getting invited to do some speaking engagements, you know, um, moderating uh, other people's events and things like that. And eventually I was convinced that Nikki you should be doing this full time you should mm -hmm. be a coach 
you need to look into that. And so slowly. What's that feedback from the people that that was coming? Wow. Yes. And then also guests that I will have to come to speak to address the audience, you know, and I will have therapists come in. I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not, (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. So let me get some therapists in. Let me get some individuals with some real hardcore experience. And one of the therapists pulled me to the side afterwards and said, if you don't get this going (laughs) and get your own business and do this on your own, then he was like, I don't know what to do with you. So, um, so yeah, I immediately figured it out and started my journey of becoming a coach. Oh, yeah. So good. I mean, I think, you know, the, the lesson there is to like, listen to the feedback. Uh, I think we were sharing this with Sherry, our last guest. Um, Same thing, like, for for us, we were doing this, like, various marketing services Mm. as a side gig. Mm. At the time, I was running a fitness studio, Mm -hmm. and everybody kept asking for content. I remember, like, you know, our old office, where we actually met Gary, the previous owner of the studio. We had this whiteboard, and we're like, okay, what are the seven things that we're doing? And we put them on the whiteboard, and, you know, this client is asking for this, and this client is asking for this. And everything pointed at content, and we Mm. had to make a decision. And I think Fonzie at the time wanted to do write emails. And I was like, there's nothing more boring than writing emails. But uh. I will say, I think you leaned into creating content because I was the one doing the editing, you know? So, you know, the, the, the hard work. Okay. The, it's yeah, like, he's like, of course, we, of course we can yeah. do content, you know? I, I don't do the editing. You got it. The, the main reason was that was the feedback that they were getting yeah. us. And yes. that prime, okay, we made the decision and then that evolved into hiring our own team and going from there and, you know, leveling up, I guess, as, mm-hmm. a, as an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. Leveling up and then eventually leveling down and then leveling yeah, up like again because right. it's a journey, right? Yeah. Ups and downs. So... Yeah. Do you do you experience when you started like that coaching business? Were yeah. you intimidated? Like, what what was oh, some gosh, of the things yes. that were going in your head? Like, because uh, we talked a lot about beliefs, right? And yeah, you came time. just from an event that was very powerful from people yeah. that we know and a bit. And, like, and they talk a lot about beliefs. Mm-hmm. And you're on fire. You came yeah. like, let's do this, right? Yeah. So initially, like for the people that might have a side gig or they mm-hmm. want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we obviously talk a lot of people that are creating content, let alone build a business, right? Let alone yes. both together, right? That can be pretty intimidating. So can you? Walk Walk us through how you, where, where were some of those beliefs and how you were able to get over them? Worthiness, big, 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 big thing. Who am I? Who do I think I am? You know, my, my past, my history, um, you know, I don't have a PhD, you know, I'm not educated in this. I don't have the pristine uh, past to be living as an example for any woman to follow, really, mm. to be completely honest. So with all that, those were big things that I had to overcome. And through that, I came to understand over time that it's not about what society puts on you to make you feel like you can and can't do something. What it's really about is the person or the individual that you are called to serve. That's what I really had to tap into. And so the 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 feedback that I was getting from the women that would, you know, rise up in the groups that I, that I had, the feedback that I was getting was they'll put me to the side and they'll ask me questions based on where they were, were it's embarrassing stuff, like mm. things that they don't think anybody else, you know, but because I was so open and just like, look, I'm a mess, <laughs> yeah. you know, I went through this experience that it caused them, it gave them a safe space to open up. Otherwise they likely wouldn't um, feel comfortable doing so. So in time, I, it didn't, it wasn't easy, but in time I came to know that, look, this isn't for everyone. I have to know who I'm for. Mm. 
And so for those individuals that I am called to help, let me concentrate and focus on those women. And I know exactly who those women are now. It took time. And I have to make sure that I'm not, you know, don't cash your pros amongst swine. You know, you don't try to force an ideal or an offering on a, a person that is not in alignment with what your gift is. Yeah. So just being clear about what your gift is, allow yourself the space to ask yourself some tough questions about who you are and who you're not. Mm. It was very hard because I kept coming against that, well, you're not a therapist, and you're not, blah, blah, blah. and it, it, mm. it did take time. It took a lot of um, combative conversations um, live, and you know, in the presence of a <laughs> potential yeah. clients. Yeah, you know, being ta- being challenged, and I ha- and I had to dig in deep and figure out like what is the answer to that. You know, yeah. it's not comfortable, but if you have a burning desire to help people, if you know that what you have matters, and you're literally pouring into your former self. So if you can think about that, think about where you where you were a year ago, two years ago that you've overcome, and now you're stepping into something new hmm. with, with more confidence and clarity. That's something that somebody will invest in. They want to speed up that process. They want to know that yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Um, and so just reconnect with, with that. And that's what gave me confidence to move forward, for sure. Oh, interesting. Sounds like a lot of the battle that a lot of entrepreneurs have. Yeah. I think my brother's going to go change the battery of the light that okay. we, we clearly forgot to, <laughs> okay. to charge. But it sounds like a battle against imposter syndrome yes. as well, in Big a sense time. that, again, a lot of entrepreneurs deal with. Yeah. And um, I remember I was listening to a podcast one day with Seth Godin. Um, he, for those that don't know who Seth Godin is, he's kind of like this master marketer. Mm-hmm. He's the one that wrote Purple Cow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's bold, has these really cool color glasses. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember listening to him and he was saying, you know, a lot of people think imposter syndrome is, is bad because mm-hmm. they think they cannot do something. He's like, the way I see imposter syndrome mm-hmm. is that it's actually an indicator an indicator that I'm doing something right, that I'm about to step out of my comfort Comfort zone, zone. right? And, you know, going back to somebody that I think you consider your mentor, right, Myron Golden, I remember seeing a video one day of him and where he was saying, you know, the problem is not the problem. The perspective to the problem is the problem, right? Mm -hmm. And imposter syndrome could be categorized as the problem mm-hmm. a lot of people right mm-hmm. that feeling mm-hmm. of yeah. i'm not worthy mm-hmm. i'm not this person to mm-hmm. do this thing mm-hmm. but the perception that they're having is that that is a problem yeah. rather than changing the perception and saying cool i'm about to step into unknown yes. territory which means growth and i'm all for it like yes. you said right Welcome you again, know man. who you're for now this moment and what you're for which mm. is key right is learning to identify yourself what do i want who am i i think those are some deep questions we have a good friend that has come to the podcast his name is george Mm brand and he says like dude the deepest question you can ask me is how are you Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and he's like do you really want the answer right (laughs) like i'm gonna give you the whole thing and you know a lot of people are like how are you i'm good good. i was like nah nah let me give you the full thing i'm gonna tell my i'm gonna pour in you i'm gonna you know tell you the the whole real deal and um i don't know i think like in a way you stumble upon all this right and uh Mm -hmm. conquer that imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. but i'm curious i i personally believe that it doesn't go away ever like 
I, I just jump off a call, right? Of a sales call. Yes. And I always have that imposter syndrome as well, right? Like kind of like whispering in your ear. Yes. Like, what do you do now, right? I, I feel it, in a way it's kind of like fear where people say, mm -hmm. you know, like you never really, you learn how to act regardless of fear. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So is it the same with the imposter syndrome? It is, it is the same. I, I love the, the line of question to hear because it's so important. And I had to spend so much time in understanding and changing my relationship with imposter syndrome yeah. and the perspective and also build a be more active in my environment so that mm. it can nurture where I'm going. Mm rather than just being complacent in where I am at that moment um, and educating the people around me in where I'm going. Yeah. Mm. Is that, is that, is that educating? Is that educating people around you? Helps, yes. helps you stay helps accountable me. too? Absolutely. But then it, it also, so it's, they're not mirroring back to me or reminding me, oh, well, we should go here. Or you should think like this. Or why don't you have more time for this? It's like, Yes, it's it's almost out of necessity because of things actively changing so fast and you having to be agile and people not understanding what the heck you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have time to slow down and, and help everyone understand. But at the same time, yes, it is accountability because this yeah. is where I'm going and I'm committed to this direction, even though I might not in this moment have all the character traits or the even yeah. the confidence to pull this thing off. I'm going, I'm, I know I'm going to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Do, do you do a lot of reflection, right? And I, yeah, um, maybe not enough, but yes. Yeah. I think the reason why I say maybe not enough is I'm, I find myself getting in the hustle or bustle of what's next. Mm -hmm. What's next? What's next? Okay, I got to do this. Oh, my clients want this. Oh, got to change. <laughs> you got to flip and do this. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's very reactionary. I find myself in that space a lot. Yeah. So pulling back, this is my birthday month. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really trying to make sure that I'm giving myself that reflection time. Yeah. I, I did that last year and it really paid off. That's awesome. I, you know, our, our mom is big on spirituality and yes. since we were like little kids, right? Like she's yes. always like pressuring or pushing us to Good. do that. And mm -hmm. there's certain elements and especially in the birthday month, like mm -hmm. she's like, Hey, take a time, your birthday take a second to slow down and reflect and set your intentions is so important, right? And uh, not only your birthday, and I feel like that's a daily practice that we have yes. to develop, right? And, you know, I'm the first one to, to say that mine is, is not there, <laughs> right? And uh, I mean, and just this week, we've been talking a lot about, you know, Fonzie is really good on uh, getting inspired by new things. Mm, mm -hmm. I also, I, I, also I love the podcast, like <laughs> yeah, new conversations every, every time, no, right? Yeah. And so on, cool. And on my side is I, I love new things, but then what really, what I really like is like, what's the system to keep that thing consistent mm. over a long period of time. So learning that dynamic and how do you do it with a team and, and all this progress that you're saying, hey, are we staying on top of things? Yes. Not only for our clients, but maybe for our teams, ourselves, learning other all these elements, right? That we have to that to we have to keep an eye on, and it can be a little bit of a challenge, yes. right? So what on like how do you slow down? Uh, how do you take a second? Do you do it on a daily basis? You do it on a weekly basis? And it can't these questions come out of a place where we've also been and wish like this month especially with taking over the studio and doing yeah. the online side has yeah. been quite hectic i have this band called whoop that it, it tracks my recovery and my sleep and stuff and i was checking the whole month of june 
I slept nothing. I slept like four or five hours a night. And I was oh. like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Right? And it's like all these things. That's why he's doing. gross, Perth. Just <laughs> that, that's, 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 that's the white well. hairs right here. Right? That's why we have the camera way far. Uh, but, you know, with that said, I remember it, we've had this conversation where we're like, hey, let's slow down. What yeah. have we done in the past that is successful? And I did that mm. yesterday. After the conversation that we had with Sherry, I was like, Dude, yesterday we announced publicly that this wow, is live. Yeah. So we're like, wow, look how far we've come, yes. right? And acknowledging that, it helps me personally. So yes. what what do you do to kind of slow down and continue to, to do? Um, I love these questions. So um, <laughs> <laughs> a few things I had to bake into my daily um, practice. And like, please know that I'm not some guru on a mountaintop or anything like that. <laughs> it's very uh, practical and it looks weird and odd. It's just what I need to calm down. Mm -hmm. So I have my daily, for the most part, ritual that's a hodgepodge of a bunch of weird behavior. All right? <laughs> and so I'm not, like, saying this is, like, proven for everybody. But yes. for me, I don't get started in my day. Like, officially, my work day doesn't start until 10 a.m., 11 a.m., even okay. though I wake up pretty early every morning between, um, mm. you know, five, six, something like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, physical activity, you know, I, I rarely have breakfast or anything like that, but it is just the things that I do to read the word, journal, um, watch podcasts, whatever it is that I feel like that will calm me down and set set me up for the day, especially if I have a busy day. Yeah. Um, so that's what I do on a daily practice. In regards to um, reflection, I like to periodically go back to my old journals. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, moving here, I'm still, yeah. you know, having things in some boxes and things like that. So every once in a while, I dig in a particular box that has all my old journals, you know, personal nice. journals, but then also my business journals. When I was crafting, what am I doing to my business? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And frantically just drawing, you know, weird diagrams <laughs> of things I probably don't understand now. But going back and just remembering the frame of mind that I was in. Yeah. And so one thing that was really cool is um, about a month ago, I came across the, yeah, that was pretty profound. I came across the, um, the journal where I had a, basically, I had a chart where I sat down. And I committed, you know, to figuring out what my path was going to be. So mm. this was right around the time where I was really being encouraged to become a coach from a bunch of different places. So I was like, look, am I going to be a coach? Like, for real, am I really going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> it really drives my, my parents up a wall. Like, what the hell are you doing with your life? All right. <laughs> so am I going to do that or am I going to go back to school and, you know, do business um, management, you know, and then. Yeah. whatever whatever or just hone in and focus on my career you know i could have climbed the corporate ladder and all that good stuff i had a, I had skillfully found myself in pretty good position in um in the com company so through all of that all the pros and cons down down the line all the ways that this is, these very decisions could impact my life and other people's lives my daughter's life um, and so I just rated it, went down, honestly, just, just really honestly rated it. And it came, I was like, whatever comes out of this is the direction that I'm going in. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was clearly coaching. It was a very, very scary decision for me to make. Well, 
I told myself every decision that I'm making as far as what job I'm going to take, where I move, any decisions that I'm going to make is going to be towards making this business successful. And so um, from that decision is what totally changed the trajectory of my life. A week later, I got a job. Uh, I was offered um, an you know, an interview to start an interview. It was just weird. I just randomly got an email, <laughs> you know, from the company that I was working at, miserable ad for 14 years, randomly got an email, invited me at another um, healthcare um, organization. And mm. that allowed me the space, the mental space. Mm. But then also it trained me up in business development in a way that in that current job wasn't allowing me. So it was almost like as soon as I made that commitment, I, I, the world just started opening up to me in a direction that started grooming me for what I mm. ultimately wanted because there was no growth in a company that I was in. No, no skill growth that could have been, um, you know, growth monetarily. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, came across that <laughs> like a month or so ago, and that was really humbling. Cause I was like, hmm, like five, six years ago, this is me. I made yeah. this decision yeah. and I'm not even in the same state that I was in when I made the decision now, like things are yeah. really changing. Yeah. So just having access to things that kind of ground you on how far you've come, I think is really helpful too. Yeah. I like that kind of like having a reminder of, yeah, where you were yeah. and where you are right now. And then, a consistent reminder of where you want to go as well. I think that's important. I, I think personally, that's where I need to do better is like consistently remind myself a little bit more of like, yeah. where do I want to go, right? What do I want to do? What person do I want to, you know, be uh, in the future? I think that's, those are good good reminders. Mm -hmm. But I love what you mentioned. It's like when you made the decision, the world kind of like started it opening itself. Freakish. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, freakish, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I I've so. said it here on the podcast a few times. I'm like, I love how the universe has a way to yes. provide. And it's crazy. Like we've, we've been... I don't want to say victims, but like we've been a case study of that, right? Mm. Yeah. Where uh, we are like in need of something, and we're like, you know, mm. this is what we need to do, and like solutions like come up, right? Just and and it's not like uh, that's the the arguments like they look like they come out of nowhere, but yeah. like you've worked that's them, true. right? Like yeah, and then now now you're skilled enough to even identify it exactly because because maybe there was a version of you years ago that even if that was. You know, presented you. To, yeah. you know, presented to you. You may not have seen it as an opportunity. I mm -hmm. had the excitement around going after it because it's work. Yeah, I mean, any opportunity that's given to you, you're gonna have to like really go after it exactly. in order to make something out of it. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean, the the studio is an ex a perfect mm -hmm. example of that. Like, we've been cultivating Gary's relationship for a while, but mm -hmm. honestly, it was more like. He's a cool guy, right? Yeah. He got a studio in he's town. In like, industry, <laughs> he's talk, in the industry. He's in the industry. We talk the same language. Yeah, and I he was never like, oh, he has a podcast studio. We're yeah, gonna, exactly. We're gonna hunt him down right. for years. And we were like nurturing that relationship. <laughs> and I remember that we were like, when you received the call, we were actually trying to figure some things out inside of the business. Mm. And uh, and you called me that day, and I was like, oh my gosh, Here's what that, happened? Here. I was like, honestly, I was like. Some client just left, like something happened when he called me in the middle of the day. He never calls me. It was you like know? at nine in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, dude. And he sounded kind of like nervous. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, what is he going to say? Please, no more stress. <laughs> and he's like, look at what just happened. And he told me, and I was like, what? 
That's crazy. I was like, yeah. the, the universe yes. provides. Th this is wow. like how crazy so this true. timing is, right? We were working on a very big project with mm -hmm. one of our clients, right? Like yeah. We started as a con on the content side and yeah. it, it evolved from there. We lo we launched a second edition of her book. Like we got okay. really, really involved inside of her okay. company. Okay. And it got to the point where, uh, you know, we had a very honest conversation where mm -hmm. she's like, I believe in what you guys are doing. And, uh, and she's a CEO of this massive company, mm -hmm. right? And she's like, you, I, 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 I want to offer you a full-time position here. Like it's yours if you want it, but you have your, your own business, right? Yeah. And this is your decision to make. And I believe in you guys, you guys are going to make it. And I personally was in that why of like, yeah. oh boy, like this can be like a really awesome, crazy, amazing opportunity, yeah. not only personally, but like financially, like all these things, right? Of course. And uh, it came out of our business, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're like, we also have our dreams of our, mm -hmm. our own business, mm -hmm. our things. And uh, I had a very hard time making that decision mm -hmm. for some reason. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was fear of like what the unknown, like we've been doing the same thing for three years. Mm. It, I think we are both probably looking for also something new and kind of like we've been, you know, talking about it for mm -hmm. a second, not mm -hmm. to like eliminate what we were doing, but like to challenge ourselves mm -hmm. in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I made that decision the next day, the next morning, that's when that call happened. What? And I notified the person and she's like, amazing, wow. this is great. We're gonna, con obviously we're gonna continue on the service okay. side and we're gonna continue All right. to work. All right. The next morning, that's when Gary g gave us a call. And that's why I was like shaking like crazy because you have to create the space. Like you said, you have to create the space for these new opportunities so to, to come in. And it's just like in your house, right? Like you go yeah. in and- uh, it's, like, it's like the story of margins. You remember that story? <laughs> yeah. I love, it's a, uh, I guess it's more like an analogy, which is pretty cool, but it's like, do you know why books have uh, margins on the side? <laughs> and the reason is because books actually used to be printed without the margin, mm. but when they were storing them, you know, centuries ago, mm -hmm. you know, there rats were like rats everywhere. Yeah. So rats <laughs> would come in and, and they would eat start the eating start the books. Eating the book on the side. So they would start eating the books and then it was missing words, words and things. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah. people couldn't actually read the, okay. the full book. Okay. So they started putting margins oh. in the book. So when rats would come in and start eating them, they wouldn't eat into the text, right? Mm. So it's kind of like that analogy that is like, you need to have margin in your life yeah. for when like for things, things happen, yeah. right? Yeah. You're like, I'm good, I can do yeah. this. And a lot of times, especially in the entrepreneurial world, I feel like we operate without margins. Mm. We're literally well, at the edge. We're just like, <laughs> you know, like, can Pushing. I write out of the book? Can I write on the table, right? And then something happens, yeah. AKA the rat comes and start eating that. Yeah. And things shatter and you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? All these things. And yeah. it's because we're not giving ourselves margin to reflect, right? Yes. To open up to the possibilities. Yes. All so this true. thing, so, um, so I think it is. It's, I remember when, when I heard that story, I was like, "I need margin." I'm like, <laughs> "I'm writing on all four walls, just yeah. everywhere, right?" Yeah, yeah. I it's, think that's awesome. I, it's so necessary. I, as you were sharing it, it just a light bulb just went off. You know that I didn't even put the dots together. I didn't link these things. But you, you asked earlier about how I went from like one client, half a client pretty much, to like 30 clients in 60 days. How did mm. I do that? And I'm telling you, it came from a decision. I hired a coach um, 
a business coach right before I decided to go full time in my business because mm. I was scared. I was like, okay, I have this business. I know this is a great idea. I've had a lot of clients before, um, but it dwindled down because life was happening. My daughter was graduating school. I was in a relationship and he did, mm. he did all this time. And it was just like, okay, let me get rid of all these clients there at this, you know. And But at the time that I lost my corporate job, right before COVID, um, shut down and everything like that. I was dwindled down to one client, you know? And so yeah. I'm like, okay, so I hired the business coaches. I'm like, I don't want to lose my business, but at the same time, I think I need to start interviewing for <laughs> Yeah. And after explaining to him the history of my business and what I do, he said, absolutely not. Do not get another full-time job. Yeah. I yeah. was doing some work for, again, a, 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 just like you, I was doing some work for a woman that, um, you know, just... Money wasn't going to be an issue if I continued working with her. But he also encouraged me to to not go in that. He was like, do what you want. I understand you have obligations, responsibilities. But yeah. I promise you, if you buckle down and give what you want to give to these other companies, to yourself, you can have, like, whatever you want. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so in that decision is where I nailed down, buckled down. That's And awesome. that's where... Things, things happen. popped off from mm, there. Yeah. I mean, there. I think there's so many stories like that. And probably people listening, like, yeah. they, they might be on that bridge, right, of, like, yes. oh, should I make that decision? And it might look really scary. Like, it, really offline, scary. we're just sharing, like, how we invested in our first ever mastermind, right? Mm. The weekend before, I, that Friday, I quit. We flew into Boise, Idaho to mm. go to this event. Uh, the person that, you know, Myron Golden was there. Like, that's the event that you just went. Mm -hmm. And he was acting as a closer for this guy that we yes. ended up investing in the program in. Mm -hmm. And it was $25,000 that we did not have. Yes. Like, I took, like, a, a year a year worth of money in mm -hmm. loan. And mm -hmm. uh, we put in this. And that's that was our act of going all in, all right? In. Because we are like, okay, I just got the one year to six months. And my <laughs> wife doesn't know. And if you know, she'll kill me. And we were right. both shaking like crazy. And we're like, okay, this prime action and it was like it was really really scary right and yes. uh, there's so many times in our either in our business and obviously we focus on content there's a lot of personal beliefs when it comes to yes. producing content right you be in the face of the company mm -hmm. so those are maybe a little bit of my micro how yeah for you wait, wait, wait. before you ask a question here i yeah. cannot say i, I want to show a little bit of a, war a warning i guess you know mm. like all these things that we're talking about it's not just like the universe opening up and providing like we of said course. there's some previous work it's done there are decisions there are that have been work that done. have yeah. been made right Just so set that groundwork Obviously, yeah. like I want people to understand, you know, listening right now, that it's not just gonna be like, okay, cool, uh, you know what, the universe is gonna provide, no. and then you just step out into the yard and like things start falling down on you, right? But at the same time, I think can we provide them with potential framework on how to make good educated decisions towards where you want to go? Something that has lately helped me a lot think about, which I didn't used to think about this at all, is what are my personal values like again where do i who do i want to be what are the values right that are going to reflect that and then when you're going to make a decision you look into those values and it's like is this aligned with this yes or no cool if yeah. it's not aligned guess what as cool as it looks don't do it because then right. you probably are going to regret it down the line and 100%. then if it does align with where you want to go and what's going to do mm -hmm. then you do it right and mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting like in the inside of our business the other day i had uh, a conversation with our project manager and he's like 
uh, we were talking about sharing something with mm. our video editor and he's like well you know when you say something mm. uh, when you say this he's probably gonna answer this way mm. and I was like so he's like so what's your counter he asked mm. me right and I was like mm. easy I'm gonna say these are our core values right. and based on our core values yeah this is what we decision. need to do right yeah, and that's the decision that we're gonna make and I think it's the same in in life right yes. like it, sometimes I'm like oh, this sounds kind of ugly but like your your own personal life is like a business mm -hmm. right and honestly when i i, I talked this with my girlfriend too like mm -hmm. our relationship is like a business mm -hmm. like we're gonna have it's like these goals and our core values and mm -hmm. all these things that we're gonna mm -hmm. have to make these decisions mm -hmm. right that move mm -hmm. us forward mm -hmm. so i think like opening up to the universe to pro for all these things that amazing that they're gonna that the universe is gonna provide yeah uh, it's a matter of you also setting them up right to be provided right 100 i mean yeah I know you had a question. I interrupted you. you. I, I mean, yeah. completely grabbed the mic and took it home with you. I was just going to say that bridge, right? Like yeah. going back. Right? I was going to say, I have a good meme for that. I'm going to have a good meme for, for, for the hug the mic. For hug the mic. It, it sounds good. <laughs> I mean, for there are many elements, right? Like, and, you know, we obviously have stories and things that happen in our past that kind of might be able to prime those decisions, right? But mm -hmm. for... For me, I think at that point, and that was a pivotal moment, and then also the day that we signed on the studio was also yeah. a pivotal moment, yeah. and the day that we signed for the network was another pivotal moment. Mm -hmm. But one something that's common there has been like the belief, I was in a mental space mm -hmm. where I was able to fully dive into my belief that mm -hmm. we we're gonna make it happen, Yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, and that might not be the reason always because mm. we might be tired, mm. we might be exhausted, mm -hmm. we might be just coming out of a situation, a negative situation. Like, you know, you're, uh, uh, we're on almost sales calls every single day. We're on tours every single day here, mm. right? There's gonna be things that are, are gonna, there's gonna be a lot of no's, you know, yeah. in a week and yeah. then that might shut you down. And I remember mm -hmm. changing the perspective whenever mm -hmm. we were in one of these hard moments where it's like, okay, what about instead of chasing the yes, mm. we're gonna chase knows and yes. whoever get the get the most knows is gonna win mm -hmm. and i remember both of our eyes were like heck yeah this is the competition this is mm -hmm. what we want to do right and i'm mm -hmm. putting yourself in that mental space so you're you can fully uh take advantage of of your belief that this mm -hmm. is gonna work mm -hmm. for you do you identify th that moment or like were you ever um you know where do you ever doubt the fact that you're like hey this business might not work you know like mm -hmm. how is that I get. I, I, yeah. I don't want to call it struggle, but how was like that situation for you, and what helped you move forward? So it's it's funny that you said chasing a no. That's literally what I told my team this morning on our team call. Literally, because they're they're doing discovery calls for me now, and that's one of the the points that I think they you know they they don't have a background in sales or anything. Mm. So I, I saw that on their recordings constantly. It's almost like they were trying to get to the yes, get to the. And I'm like, well, no, because. I don't want to work with everyone. You know, yeah. there's some women yeah. that I just can't help. So, um, but yeah, going back to that point where um, I began to really know that this just has to work um, is when I made the decision. I, I can't even lie. When I made that original decision with that document that I told you guys that I charted out, yeah, it was from there. Failure was not an option. Mm -hmm. It just was not. I didn't know the how. I didn't know the when. I didn't know. And I still, of course, had... Um, you know, the benefit of, of still working full time, but still I went for that full fledged 
And it was crazy how my life just started opening up. I met celebrities for no reason, just meeting celebrities, just being invited to crazy parties, you know. And I'm just like, wait, what, what is happening? Like, within six months, I was, in, I was on Dr. Oz. It was crazy. Like, just Amazing. people just started like, oh, you're coming with me. Oh, you're doing this. Oh, you're going to... And it, it's just it's just crazy how those things happen. So what I jotted down, I, I have to jot things down or else I forget, was um, <laughs> for belief. And this is something that I tell my clients, too. There's a reason why we don't believe sometimes. And sometimes it's okay. It makes sense. You know, you ain't do nothing yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like sometimes you have to believe in yourself enough to at least take the first few steps, take yeah. some action towards it. Yeah. And then you will have evidence-based belief, right? So that's mm-hmm. basically what I started to do. My first goal when I decided to become a coach, my first goal was let me understand sales, okay? I'm pretty decent in marketing. You know, I'm really good at writing. Um, I was a proposal developer for a lot of um my, my time so when you made the comment um about of the email uh, yeah well th- well that yes but then also uh, uh, you know there's alignment between or similarities between how you approach business and yeah, your relationships yeah. you know developing proposals is really about that it's, it's putting your best foot forward and convincing the other under person understanding the other person's needs and explaining, articulating how what you have can fulfill that need. It's essentially what I, I've been training in for years. Awesome. Um, and so it's, it's, it translates very, very well into dating. <laughs> um, so with, with all that, starting to do small things for me, the first thing that I committed to was, okay, I need a paid client. That's going to make me feel like I'm worthy. You know what I mean? And everybody yeah. needs their first goal. Like whatever that is, you figure that thing out. But for me, that was it. It was like before I become certified, before I invest in certification, I'm not doing all that if I can't even get a client, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first thing. That's so I awesome. invested in um, learning how to sell, the sales call, the sales process, all those things. And I got my first like two, three clients before I started even That's the path amazing. of officially becoming um certified. And so it just started, kept going from there. Yeah. I had a new goal had a new thought of what I needed to do next. And another important thing, um, and everyone has a different journey and path, but I know for me, it was committing to what my clients needed. Once I understood what type of women I can help and then wanted to help, you know, some clients aren't really the the, the best, you know, yeah. fit, you know, yeah. it's not an enjoyable uh, experience for you. So getting clarity about that. Who do I want to help? Who do I really enjoy working with? And then really getting to understand what their needs are, even if it isn't exactly what I thought that I was signing up for. Like, originally, I really thought that I was going to be out here talking about, hey, girl, talk about this and do this on a date, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But it is that is absolutely not where the need was. Um, I wouldn't have been able, I think, in confidence uh, to to charge, you know, high ticket or anything for for that. That isn't a huge transformation. Um, So, so yeah, getting to know my clients and then, you know, setting goals outside of, the version of myself I was right then and knowing that I had to invest in myself and continuously grow and ask the right questions and not be afraid to, to not know like all those things is what I think 
um, kept me going and kept my confidence up as I moved forward. Um, yeah. The expectation that I don't have to have it all figured out. Yeah. There are other mm-hmm. people that went before me and they shared their stories, thank God. Um, and their start looked a lot like mine. So it's like, I, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's yeah. what kept me going. I love it. So- sounds liberating, that yes. thought of like, I don't have to figure it out. You just got to be that one Mm-hmm. step ahead two steps ahead of yes. the people i want to help yeah. to be able to help them mm-hmm. and you mentioned a lot of things very valuable and they're right and one of them is like i want to i need to know what the clients are like want right and yeah. sometimes we're like oh i'm i'm selling this mm-hmm. but then you mentioned also like that's not the transformation right and yes. a lot of times it's like we sell the transformation a good example by seth godin too right yeah. that i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. he talks about you know you don't really sell the drill you sell the memory, right? Because they're going to use the drill to put the stand, to put the picture of their family so they can feel good, right, about that memory that they have with their family. It's so so true. And getting creative in that way and helping, um, because sometimes your client doesn't know what they want or what they need. So it's, it's up to us to design it, like let them know what's possible, let them know where they want to be. They can, they can kind of explain that a little bit. Yeah. But then kind of, bridging the gap between yeah. where they are and where Absolutely. they are. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned, sorry, and you mentioned the, it's like, there's some clients that are not really like great to work with. That's like, yeah. I know now who I want to work with. Yes. And it's funny because like, we've been kind of like filtering through that too. Ugh. We've had some clients that were like, okay, well, like super high maintenance. Yes. Or like, they actually don't really have what, like, Sure, we can sell you content, but at the end of the day, like we want to help you, help you grow. And like, right. there's elements to it, right? There's yes. personality, right? Mm. You need to have a voice. And if yeah. you if you just want to, like, yeah, publish the content, I'm gonna sit out, sit back here and don't do anything. Like, <laughs> you know, the results are just not not, right. not gonna be it, right? One hundred percent. And uh, yeah. in this call that I was having today, like, mm-hmm. literally, I was mm-hmm. like, look this is who we like to work, work with. with. Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta we know. need people with personality yeah. that yeah. are okay with like uh-huh. being on camera right. that are okay sharing their beliefs, right. like right. steering the pot. Like, yeah, if we're going to cause attention, like right. you cannot be a monotone right. person right. just right. sitting at a chair. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Big, big deal. There's a, uh, there's big, this big thing that we've been like talking about it lately with the hypothesis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, even with business, we are obviously apply it on the content side, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what what's my hypothesis for this action I'm about to take, right? Yeah, okay. And hey, I want to, you know, this 10 pieces of content is gonna translate into X. Mm-hmm. This business action or this investment that I make is gonna transform into Y, mm-hmm. right? And then you put it in motion, you say, you, you know, you take action and then something happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, perfect. The hypothesis was correct. Mm-hmm. The hypothesis was not correct. Yeah. Let's adapt and go. Right. And, uh, you know, the more that we've done this with content and in business, mm-hmm. it applies every single time. It's every like, okay, time. what is the thing that we're going to test? Yes. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, let's yep. adapt and, like, and continue to move. So, yep. you know, within your story, you're so inspired. Nikki, thank you so much for, for sharing everything. And I know that you... You're on the content side. Hopefully we can have you here in the studio coming in and sharing your message because it's so important that you can share this with the world and what you're doing with with the people that you help. But I want to, you know, mention to everybody here listening or watching 
that what is your hypothesis on your <laughs> business in your content? What are yeah. you putting to test? What are what are the action items that you need to put, especially after listening to Nikki and her start and how she got those first like 30 clients in 60 days, <laughs> which, you know, if you want to get in contact with her, we're going to put all the social media links right below. All her links are going to be right here in the description. So you can, you know, go ahead and contact her and ask her all the questions and be like, yes, I want to, I want to date my, my dream person. And I, then uh, I gotta got <laughs> say this. Are you like the new improved female version of Hitch? <laughs> I get that question all the time. And I I'm thought, not far, I I'm not you far from it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. We need, we need a awesome. secret card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get this one married. Oh, so right. we, we need we need little cousins in our family, man. My kids are growing up. We need little cousins. Anyways, hey, I'll say I'm happily in love. I love my girlfriend. Perfect. Great I mom. love her family. You know, I, th I think we're on a on a good oh, route. I know. Get route. those kids ready, man. Yeah, just say. But anyway. <laughs> Nikki, this has been so wonderful. Thank you so much for coming into the studio yeah. in person. This was such an incredible experience. Thank yep. you for popping our berry, our cherry. Yeah. Is our berry? <laughs> our oh cherry for like live studio recording. Way to make it awkward. Hey, that jokes, you know? Uh, but is there anything yeah. that else that you want to add, Nikki? And, no, you know? it was a pleasure. It was really a pleasure. And so just anybody out here starting off, have confidence in yourself. Always ask the right questions um mm -hmm. and just continue watching you know podcasts just like this um yeah i'm just excited to be a part of it sweet fancy anything else uh just thank you thank you yeah. so much for uh, coming here and sharing and having this awesome conversation for uh, helping a lot of people you know finding first the best version of themselves yes. and then mm -hmm. second you know yes. finding a complimentary partner yeah. that helps elevate who they are mm -hmm. um yeah, I'm, it's awesome. And, I, and I'm so happy that somebody that's also in the same circle of influences yes. right, is here next to us and in Jacksonville because yeah. I feel like it's, it's, it's odd I know. to find uh, <laughs> this type not, of people in Jacksonville. Easy. It's not easy. Yeah. 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 yeah I know. Yeah. We've we've seen so many amazing people go through a studio okay. lately. I met, mm -hmm. And uh, the feedback is the same. It's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know yeah. the equality of amazing mm -hmm. business people that's in this town. <laughs> so we're on a mission to elevate that too locally. But so if right. you're in... Uh, anywhere in the world come to Jackson just saying uh, <laughs> alright guys with that said thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at Miss Bros Co that is right and if Nikki here help you move one step closer towards your goal please don't forget to share this episode and and leave a five star review see ya bye guys <laughs> <laughs>